tonight on Rogue Potter. Palpatine has returned. Oh no. What? <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> oh no, it's just Triaculus or Triclops or whoever. <laughs> and don't at me. <laughs> How dare you? Um, this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. Rogue Three standing by. the days when you used to be able to get out of a phone call by going, shh, yep, it's breaking, no, up. breaking up. Sorry, sorry. gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss the golden days. Yeah. You used to be able to fake your way out of so many social interactions. Yeah, now you just have to like hold really still on Zoom long enough for people to think you've frozen and then yeah. quick end the call without them right. noticing that you moved to do so. Yeah. Amazing. Hello, Danny, listeners. You say oh. this like you don't just like dip out of Zoom calls. Yeah, you just like you just disappear, Danny. <laughs> you do. Just, it's You're like, I'm done. Goodbye, and then you just leave, which I respect. But <laughs> Danny, Danny, stop pretending you're frozen. I don't like this. <laughs> stop pretending you're frozen. <laughs> I'm really good at it, though, right? You yeah. are really, really good, good at, at it. it. <laughs> oh no. Hello. Okay, you want to start now? <laughs> It's been a while since I've been interrupted because everyone's much more respectful in the Podgalore. <laughs> Something about the accents just does it for us, you know? Yeah, yeah you just want to listen to me talk. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Season 22, Mission 1, Episode 172 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we are starting our little mini-season about... Glove of Darth Vader Part 2 is that what it's called? The Gloss City of the Jedi. Um, More gloves. <laughs> uh, we're still trying to find the glove, or maybe we found the glove. I'll be completely honest. I didn't read this. He does um, have the glove. He does have the glove. Oh, right. I remember them being like, oh, this is how he makes the full sliding is the glove. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're going to do a dramatic reading of the recap of the first book, so don't worry. We'll be all caught you up to speed. He, just in he, case, just in he, case any of us forgot what happened in the first no, book. I remember one important thing. He doesn't thing. force lightning through the glove. He uses them through like nanites that were injected it's in not his force, hands. Yeah, it's not force lightning. It's yeah. just lightning. Um, <laughs> I just started reading the first book, so thanks for all the spoilers. <laughs> You're about to get a whole lot more. <laughs> you, you are re- voluntarily recording a podcast about the sequel. And um, I was present for recordings of a podcast. Yeah, you were. I was about to say, you were, you were there. Here. I mean, you're using the term present very liberally here, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, mostly because I couldn't open my copy of it, and so I just never corrected that. And I know I have to do it by next week. 
but that's a that's a later problem. That's why I started panic reading the first book today. <laughs> We're doing good. We're doing good. But anyway, it's been a little bit since we've all been we've all been together for Rogue Padron Main Show. So here is a quick reminder of our hosts. If Ash Rogue Nine was a coffee made creamer flavoring. Oh my god. They'd be Italian sweet cream, and I don't need to explain anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> I want my coffee to be sweeter. What should I put in, Naita? Oh, Why are you going to vampire? you're going to make fun of me, at least make it accurate. <laughs> well, just wait till I do my, wait till I do my Italian Akbar. Oh, God. <laughs> what I'm learning is that Danny is as good at accents as we are at impression. Saf <laughs> Rogue Seven would be cinnamon caramel because she's spicy and sweet. Yes. I love cinnamon and I love caramel. Keith I still don't entirely understand what creamer is. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Okay, I like the I mystery. Yeah. I just want to be out there. there. It's a mystery to me. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Glisteners, Saf also didn't know Michigan was a state. So he <laughs> would, be, would be French vanilla because it's classic, unoffensive, and like, uh, it's fine. French vanilla. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Nobody like, hates French nobody vanilla. Nobody hates French nobody vanilla. Nobody loves French vanilla. <laughs> it's fine. Danny, Rook 6 would be a random seasonal flavor because you truly never know what they're going to say, <laughs> but you, you know or... it's probably going to be pretty good. <laughs> elephants are just very large mice when you really think about it mice with long noses. i was trying to think of the most <laughs> random thing i could say and that's what i had well, elephants are just whales with legs if you really think about it stop it don't Maybe bring that's whales fair. into this <laughs> that's that, that's that one's good is it and, is that better than the other one yeah. no and i'm a rogue leader <laughs> And I would be the hot cocoa flavoring because I do make mochas at home just by adding a hot cocoa packet because I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love a shitty mocha. Like that's what it's that's good. What me and Damon call him. It's like it, just shitty yeah, mochas. It works. They're great. It works. Yeah. Shitty what? Mochas. Mocha. Mocha. Okay. Yeah, it's how they pronounce that down there. Yeah, it's mocha. I don't think it is. I feel like I'll you're a you mocha. Mocha and me. <laughs> It's a mochaccino. Yeah, it's a mochaccino. No. <laughs> mocha. Get out of here. Maka maka. It's like fuzzy bear. <laughs> the disrespect of my shitty accent. <laughs> only I can make fun of my shitty accent. At least you're the only one on this podcast who does shitty accents. I'm not doing an accent, Danny. This is how I sound. Doing an accent. Doing a imagine, shitty accent. Imagine if Zach didn't Yeah, this is the longest time. Imagine I don't accent this whole time. Every week, Saf picks a random board. It's like, I'm going to drop this one on them this time. Maka. Yeah, okay, Saf. A maka. Wait a second. So you call it maka, and then you call McDonald's Maccas. Yeah, but that makes no goddamn sense because it's not McDonald's. It's Macca's. Yeah, Macca's. What's well, to differ- differentiate it from Macca's? Clearly. And then a giant <laughs> robot is a Mecca. Yeah, you got Mocha, Mecca, and Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> I love you and your piece of shit accent, Sad. It's so <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of piece of shit accents. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ash, did do you, you have a Star Wars did, question? Did you do yours? Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. the hot shot. I'm, I'm the, I'm the hot shot. started this whole I'm thing. I'm the <laughs> um, um, Speaking of people with shitty Kiwi accents, I have a question. What's Star Wars? I'm excited. Ooh, this better not lead into Timora Morrison or we're going to have a fight. No, I was just, uh, 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 Morrison has a great yeah. voice. Okay, um, so we got uh, another <laughs> in between the time we last podcasted, we got a Book of Boba Fett trailer or new Book of Boba Fett trailer. Um, and I have a question for you. What, what uh, like political position in our world, like senator, like city council member, that kind of thing, do you think Boba Fett or would do a good job of? You Ooh, know, he'll do a good job of coroner like what the county coroner county coroner (laughs) (laughs) Coroner. (laughs) um listeners if you don't know there are places within the united states where both the coroner and the sheriff are elected positions and not based on qualification it's apparently actually quite a big problem it's a huge problem the way you just read that like a encyclopedia app just like out of nowhere that was incredible and listeners you're missing the fact that meg is like in a new setting today wearing a headpiece that looks like she is a encyclopedia app just, I'm very impressed. That was so good. Thank okay, you. but we have to st- keep talking about coroners because yeah. <laughs> what issue do you run on? <laughs> Dead bodies in that election. The the particular kind of scalpel you like to use. The They're environmental impact like... of burying Wait, versus cremation. No, but seriously, um, like it's actually a, like a pretty serious problem it, because a bunch really of people is. are coroners who aren't qualified who for the position or not have no medical training. Like yeah. that is the fucked thing to be able to be elected. That's really bizarre. No, I'm this gonna, country I'm is gonna, gonna run for coroner. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Just run on the platform of like I won't touch the bodies, and like it's pretty good. I won't even look at the bodies. You I won't even look at. Tell me what you want the cause of death to be, and that's what will go on the death certificate. I think choose your own cause of death. <laughs> so choose, choose your loved one's cause of death. I think um, he would just be like that random guy running for council that just has a really strong opinion on something really random. Like um, at the last like local board elections, local council elections, whatever the fuck they were, um, where I used to live. Uh, there was this one guy I went to the town hall of like all the candidates introducing themselves and everything of course because I was I'm an interested political I don't know person I don't know I just went because they had free cookies um (laughs) (laughs) uh and one of the guys got up and started talking about how the beaches are disgusting because there's seaweed everywhere and we need to make an effort to get rid of all the seaweed and he was running on a platform of getting like (laughs) Tractors to push all the seaweed. No, the no, the seaweed That's amazing. There. The yeah. seaweed and I think that would be Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett would pick some random shit like that and do that. I'm yeah, the seaweed, I don't know. Yeah, Boba Fett's entire like, platform is like the 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 street light on Third and Main is seven seconds too long on the red going the east west way, so we need to fix that. Yeah. That's fine, yeah. but leave the seaweed out of this. Yeah, this, it was supposed, very funny. It was supposed to be on the beach. It was really hard not to laugh while he was doing that because it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think he would be just some random guy with a really strong opinion on something. I think Boba Fett would be a great president. 
because you know he'd just beat up the people that disagreed with him and i feel like he'd be a, a fairly progressive guy you know yeah i love a president that just beats up the people that disagree with him yeah yeah can't be worse than what we've dealt with <laughs> um this was a stupid question i'm sorry I, <laughs> so i mean I'll if that means that we get ming wet as vp like i'm down yeah yeah of course yeah. Um, I'll be honest and say that I haven't actually watched the Book of Boba Fett trailer uh, because everyone on Twitter was talking about it and my instinctual, my <laughs> instinctual, like really stubborn, like counterculture-ness was like, everyone's talking about it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Honestly, I almost did the exact same thing well, when I was like, Saf, you love Boba Fett. <laughs> No, Wait, says Meg more... Humphrey, noted co-host on a six-year running Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Is yeah, there more okay. than one trailer? There's two, I think, now. I uh, haven't seen. I think one was like a teaser, one's a trailer, and then there's like TV spots or some shit. I only yeah. ever saw whatever the first one was. The important thing is that the main character of the Book of Boba Fett is an Ithorian. We're all very excited for that. Yeah, like, yeah, I right. don't know who Gulp Shido is, and I'm too scared to ask at this point. Wait, is that it's... the Ithorian's name? No, no, no. that's not Gulp Shido. No, no, a Gulp Who's Gulp Shido? A Gulp Shido. A Gulp Shido yeah. is any a minor gulp. Star Wars character that has a name for no oh. explicable reason. And that you are, like, inexplicably obsessed with, right? Yeah. Like, PZ oh, is so my like Gulp Shido. Constable Zuvio is my Gulp Shido. Yeah, we all have oh. a Gulp Shido. Oh, I don't. They're all perfect. Dorset got Aaron Brookvestry. Yeah, I was about to say Brookvestry. <laughs> Brookvestry is worthy of being obsessed about. Yeah, yeah. I have my Lou Jane Forge as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, but I think knowing what I know about like Mandalorian era Boba Fett, I would say that he would be, it's, it's not like a, a government position, but I think he'd be a really good like, head of a union oh yeah he would be great as a head of a union. yeah that's where i'm leaning to like i don't think he would be into organized yeah, government. i don't think he'd participate in organized government yeah so i'm thinking yeah head of a union or some sort of like counterculture movement yeah no that definitely makes more sense because i'm also okay if the head of a union beats up whoever is like keeping them from getting like fair pay and like sick time yes. and paternal leave and stuff like that and or like marketing and branding manager for fennec <laughs> shan's campaign like yeah yeah he, he's like, all in on whatever fennec wants to do I, like they're I attached to the hip see, so. see her being like president but mm -hmm. not necessarily him yeah and then he'll be like secretary of defense <laughs> yeah the press conference will be like he defended himself once yeah and he'll do it again <laughs> <laughs> so now i'm just thinking about the sarlacc being like <laughs> secretary of transportation or something. <laughs> i was wondering where you were gonna go with that stupid like oh i'm just imagining like uh so yard signs for whoever fennec's opponent is all around the the sarlacc <laughs> <laughs> and or the sarlacc just straight up running against fennec shand because it has it out for boba i mean the, no the sarlacc let it let boba go because boba learned enough within the sarlacc pit yeah, he, and the sarlacc pit was like and changed all right hey you're not a gross bro anymore you are now oh, free they left on it's good like, terms it was like yeah. steven universe where the starlight pit is steven universe and boba fit is one of the enemies <laughs> so 
Starling Pitt sang a song of friendship and love and Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, and then Boba Fett had Peter. like a huge, a huge 180, and that's why it's okay yeah. to like him now. <laughs> Unless he's an asshole in the book of Boba Fett. Which well, is still nah. very real well I mean his whole thing like because he's like we're gonna change the underworld it's gonna be about respect and like not be shitty anymore I'm like my boy he's gonna make I am I'm feeling uncharacteristically optimistic for this series and I'm just like so ready for all my hopes I'm gonna to be, be dashed. so like disappointed like I can't Steph, we're gonna have to like really console each other when it comes out and it sucks yeah. or Boba turns out to be a dick after all like <laughs> No, I just I'm gonna keep, be so I just, this, I just I, keep uh, telling myself that Boba is eventually gonna turn into like EU shithead Boba, yeah. like because for what some <laughs> inexplicable reason people like that. I've been in love with Jedi for, for a no year reason. now, and if they ruin it, I'm gonna destroy Lucasfilm. Well <laughs> I'll come with you. It's been our trajectory for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I only watched the first trailer. My reaction to it was if you had shown this to me two years ago before Mandalorian Boba, I'd be like, this looks so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we doing this with Boba Fett? And I think the show also is in danger of just doing that. Yeah. Like being a not interesting Boba Fett show. (laughs) Yeah. And I think one thing we have to like kind of keep, keep in mind is that it's I really don't think it's going to be a particularly like smart in-depth show, right? Like Robert Rodriguez, like love your work on Predators starring Adrian Brody action hero, (laughs) but like, it's a, it's a mindless movie, right? Like it looks great. It's fun. As opposed to the extremely intellectually stimulating the Mandalorian seasons one and two. (laughs) I mean, I feel like people are going to look for things that aren't there as they always do. I mean, yeah, that's just a given. I would say there are parts of Mandalorian season one that are intentionally smart, or at least trying to be, with like the whole religion aspect and... Or setting up some kind of intrigue and and things like that with like... um, um, The lady. Gideon. The haircut. Gideon, with Gideon. Um, and like Werner Herzog and, you know, what are they stealing that baby blood for and, and stuff Werner like Herzog. that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, um, but like, this is not going to be, there's going to be no intrigue. This is just going to be as a hack as, and slash and we have as to long as accept Boba that. Fett talks about his dad, I will be happy. As long as he's shirtless, but with his helmet on and talks about his dad. That <laughs> yep. That's a, oh man, that would be perfect. That would be ideal. Well, thank you for setting me up. Speaking of a Star Wars story that is not deep, meaningful, or intellectual in any way, shape, or form. Welcome to Rogue Padre. Here's the Lost City of the Jedi. Our chosen novel for season 23. 22? 22. Yep, 22. The book opens... Okay, so we're all rogue leadering this. We took different chapters. Uh... The book opens with a yearbook. None of us could handle the None of us could do this all, yeah, entirely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to split the power. This book opens with like a yearbook, essentially, uh, with pictures. I believe Glove and Darth Vader did this too. Pictures of everyone. And since you can't, since this is an auditory medium, you, you can't see the pictures in our books here. I have, uh, I'll, I'll describe them each for you based on what I think their senior superlatives would be in the yearbook. So Luke, like, Luke Skywalker, most likely to be a sub. Yep. There are, there are layers there. Leo Organa. Oh, speaking of politicians, most likely to become president. 
Uh, Han Solo most likely to flunk senior year like seven times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Han's that old guy at the school. Yeah, he is. he is. Yep. Oh no. Well, technically Chewie is because he's like two hundred and five years old. As Chewie's the droids repeatedly remind us. Though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh you know he is. Do not, do not throw that on my boy Han Solo. <laughs> do not. I will not accept this. Chewbacca's married. <laughs> okay, baseball. you're right. What was that movie that had that premise? And a guy who was still in college, like ten years after he was supposed to graduate. I have um, no idea. I think it was Will Ferrell was in it. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> old school? Are you thinking of old school? I think so. I've only seen one. I've only willingly seen two Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> That's How many have you unwillingly seen and what were the circumstances? Elf, uh, I made you watch Elf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Elf it was with me. horrific. <laughs> Stranger Than Fiction, though, great. Great movie. Great movie. Great. Uh, next up, we have HC100, who is literally just C-3PO in a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Ken, who's an 80s skater boy. Ken, said, see you later, boy. Ken looks like, uh, is it Dusty from Stranger Things who has the, the hair? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we have another droid named Chip who's most likely to apologize and bake you cookies after you trip them. <laughs> Chip! <laughs> oh, Chip, please. Uh, DJ, who's the most organized. Uh, he's just a very clean cut looking droid. And then Baji, most likely to have literal worms for hair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he has little worms for hair. Um, that was all, those are all the Rebel Alliance representatives. The other page here is the Empire, beginning with Trioculus, your token straight friend. <laughs> oh, don't do Greg like that. <laughs> Greg Oculus. Uh, Grand Moff Hissa, who's your token incel friend. Uh, MD5. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, remember Seth's Grand Moth is a voice? Yeah. I saw I said this. I was like, oh my God, this is live and still here. His face, I just can't still, with his face. Still hissing. <laughs> what is that face? He just, oh, the goatee. The, okay. It's bad. Uh, we have MD5, who's most likely to throw the best parties. Yep. Uh, Grand Moth Dunhausen, who's most likely to get shoved in a locker. <laughs> Uh, High Prophet Jedgar, who's most likely to sleep through first period. Commodore Zugs, who's most likely to be into <laughs> some kinky shit. <laughs> These are all real names in a real Star Wars book. Uh, we have Supreme Prophet Kadan, who's most likely to flirt with the teacher. And last but not least, we have Triclops, who's least likely to be. <laughs> Just to be. Hold on. So, <laughs> so Supreme Prophet Kadan is a higher rank than High Prophet Jedgar. <laughs> I would assume so. Supreme yeah, Supreme must be higher, higher than, high. than high. Yeah. Supreme implies. Yeah, because was Palpatine a high chancellor before he became Supreme <laughs> Chancellor? He's a high chancellor, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. A lot of 420 on Naboo. 420 base it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, so those are our character. I mean, I give them credit. They we have a dramatis personae which we don't have in our higher public books, which have like seven million characters. So yeah, it's actually things. Yeah, I do appreciate that old books like doing dramatis personas. So far, the uh, so far the Glove of Darth Vader series is better than the higher public series, and I will go on record with that one. Wow! <laughs> so far, that's for a couple pages. That's about to change as we get to our <laughs> recap chapter. <laughs> In which we get 10 paragraphs that essentially say Star Wars happened. <laughs> yeah. And then right. uh, part of that, there was mention of men, women, and aliens, which I ah, yes, the three genders. <laughs> Sorry, I know which gender I am. Yeah, same. I thought you said Meg woman and aliens. And I was like, Meg yeah. women and aliens. <laughs> yeah, those are the three genders. Me. So we're going to skip the Star Wars recap because we're going to assume you've all watched at least two out of those three films. <laughs> yeah, thanks for clarifying that for me. Yeah, but we will do a dramatic <laughs> reading of the second half of the recap, which recaps season 17 of Rogue Padron. <laughs> After the deaths of the two evil Imperial leaders, Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine, a three-eyed tyrant who claimed to be the Emperor's son rose to lead the Empire. However, he was a liar and an imposter. His name was Trioculus. Trioculus was aided in his rise to power by the Central Committee of Grand Moths, a group of sinister Imperial governors who spread terror, misery, and fear on many planets. Grand Moff Hissa, had masterminded the secret plot to put Trioculus on the throne as part of an even darker plot that would give the Grand Moffs more authority. However, Kadan, the supreme prophet of the dark side, foresold that the right, foretold that the rightful heir to the Emperor's command would wear the glove of Darth Vader, a powerful and indestructible symbol of evil, to strengthen his claim to be Emperor and to unite the Imperial warlords who had been feuding amongst themselves. Trioculus embarked on a search for the glove. Despite Luke Skywalker's efforts to prevent Trioculus from ever finding the glove of Darth Vader, Trioculus recovered the prize on a mission to the ocean world of Calamari. There, the Imperials and the Rebels survived a deadly undersea explosion, leaving their fates unknown to one another. Trioculus is now on a journey to see Kadan to seek the Supreme Prophet's dark blessing and acceptance of his claim to be the rightful ruler of the Empire. Meanwhile, Luke has arrived in Cloud City on Rebel Alliance business, and he is now on his way to visit Han Solo before he returns to Alliance headquarters on the fourth moon of Yavin. Unknown to Luke, a strange dream is about to lead him on a mysterious quest, a search to find the legendary Lost City of the Jedi. Ooh. Don't know why I went ghost. So yeah, all those words we just said is an actual book that you can read. You can oh, read it. Vader. You sure this can make writing, that choice. This writing is bad. And we <laughs> so bad. have made the choice to read the sequel. <laughs> Chapter one. We love our listeners. This is for them. It is. Yeah, this is for them. <laughs> I would like I would like it known that the one Rogue Pod episode I haven't been on in like the past two, three years was the episode where they decided all this, so I refuse to take blame for any of this. <laughs> I just got a DM being like, hey, so we're reading Lost City of the Jedi next. <laughs> I'll teach you for missing Rogue Bunch. Right? <laughs> Congratulations, you're our impulse control. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Chapter one, the bomb and the dream. 
No. We open on. No. This is no. This is no Alexander Freed chapter title. <laughs> also bad. Yeah, but there's hidden meaning here because the bomb and the dream represents the fact that this chapter includes both a bomb and a dream. Holy shit! So we open on Luke Skywalker trying to visit his buddy Han Solo who has embraced surveillance because he's moved to the unsafe parts of town as the gentrification of Cloud City begins. <laughs> we are truly in the golden age of the New Republic. <laughs> Luke scans himself in on the fingerprint reader with his mechanical hand. Do mechanical hands have fingerprints? Discuss. No. Yeah, he has the fake skin over it, though. Does he? Yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have fake. He doesn't in um, Last he, Jedi. He got he got rid of it in uh, Jedi. He just has a robot hand. In Return of the Jedi. Yeah. No. Got a, he got, got all... shot in the back of the hand, no, and then he just puts crisp. a glove on. He just puts a glove on. <laughs> Wait, what glove is it? It's the glove of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Does the glove of Luke Skywalker have unique fingerprints? No. <laughs> It's just a glove. <laughs> it's just a glove. It's just a pilot glove. <laughs> so Luke, 3PO, and R2 have returned to Beston, representing SPIN, or the Senate Planetary Intelligence Network. This, this author loves their acronyms. I was going to say, the New Republic is like super okay. into acronyms right now. Because SPIN is here to install R2's latest invention, named WAD. <laughs> I had or, to put the book down because I was laughing so hard at that. <laughs> the warning <Wand>. and detection <laughs> device, which we couldn't just call a warning and detection device. We had to acronym it WAD. <laughs> yeah, because R2 is going to play I'm so sorry, <laughs> They have come to install this invention because they're trying to help Lando in his fight against his latest foe. Food pirates, who sound like a lot of fun, to be honest. I love to pirate and eat food. Yeah, That's like, my next D&D character, food pirate. <laughs> sounds like a great time. On their way to Han's house, they're like fondly reminiscing about how uh, Luke and the droids, they assisted the cloud police in capturing a gang of food pirates. So now we know who the real bad guys are. Uh, all Jedi are bastards. Job. Wow. Luke is pro the police state on Cloud City. Yeah, this sucks. Uh, meanwhile... Not the worst thing about this book, unfortunately. Oh no, we're only getting started. <laughs> meanwhile, Han is currently designing his house to be a floating mansion, uh, which pissed Leia off because she wanted to use their money to improve community resources rather than build gated communities for the 1%. So that is why Han and Leia are currently broken up in this book. <laughs> Leia was like, fuck you and your flying mansion. <laughs> Uh, Luke looks around Han's giant mansion and notices all the bedrooms. And he thinks to himself, all these bedrooms can only mean one thing. Han Solo is finally going to embrace monogamous heteronormativity and fill a house with children. And Han Solo is like, nah, I'm going to keep fucking around. See, he I says give that, it... but I doubt Han can actually get that many ladies. Right. <laughs> no, that's the thing that's great about Han Solo is that, you know, he thinks he's like the smoothest person in the world, but he basically gets with Leia by literally tripping into it. Like he's just, <laughs> yeah, he's just lucky. Yeah, he really he is. is. Well, he gives himself one in a hundred odds that him and Leia will ever end up getting married. So that is pretty I lucky, news I guess. I got and it's called, it's called but, one of the best Star Wars books forget, out there. You forget. Never tell him the odds. 
He told himself the odds. Yeah, this, no, is on, this is on Han Solo. Yeah, and, and he's also like, oh, can't tell myself the odds. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst, one of the worst things Legends ever did, or one of the dumbest things Legends ever did, is instead of like letting never tell me the odds be a cool line they made it so that Corellians it's a like part of their personality yeah. they are they it's hate part odds. of their culture yeah culturally they hate odds you cannot take <laughs> what a great thing to base a culture around you can't take probability it's cool there what are they republicans it. anyway proving uh this is a real paragraph from the book uh and i quote han changed the subject by putting on a chef's apron and cooking them a <laughs> <laughs> cooking them that wasn't even the funny part <laughs> he's just like oh and you know it says like the kiss the chef or something on it like super cheesy thing. yeah italian and proud han changed the subject by putting on a chef's apron and cooking them a spicy corellia meal on his new nano wave stove the hot and saucy dish <laughs> was a favorite back on han's home planet Chewie then demonstrated his newfound cooking abilities by serving up one of his Zoochberry pies for dessert. Zoochberry? I... There's so many things you could name it. Zoochberry! I would love to see Han and Chewbacca on Great British Bake Off. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, be a great team. The, right, like, they're not individual contestants. They are a contestant. Yeah, you can't... Chewbacca. Yeah, that's how life deaths work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is... I have a theory that we'll be revisiting over the course of this book, but I have a theory that this book is the equivalent of, you know, those bots that are like, I read every Star Wars book and then wrote a Star Wars book myself. <laughs> yeah. This book is like the equivalent of that. You're not wrong. You're not Love wrong. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. You're really not. <laughs> Anyways, proving that this is in fact the worst iteration of Luke Skywalker, Luke returns to the ship that he piloted to meet up with Han, which is a Y-Wing. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, Luke doesn't fly a Y-Wing. Yeah. And like, that's difficult to make the worst Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot of bad Luke. There's a lot of bad Luke. I mean, but I think unequivocally we can decide that this is the trait that makes him thus. Yeah. yeah, this is the worst. Like, like sure, we've him. had racist, misogynist, incel Luke Skywalker, but he pilots yeah. a Y-Wing. No. Yeah. One bridge too not. far. Yeah, what's Truly. the meme? I could excuse X, Y, Z, but I draw the line <laughs> But I draw the line of piloting, piloting a Y-Wing. The only character that can get away with piloting a Y-Wing is Neff Tintin, and that's because he's as much of a piece of shit as that Y-Wing. Net exactly. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so now I ha I can only assume that this version of Luke Skywalker is as much a piece of shit as the Y-Wing. And you would be correct. I have no You're other correct. choice. Yeah. <laughs> You're correct. Because the Y-Wing is a Y-Wing, Luke puts his keys in the ignition and turns the engine on, and the Y-Wing blows up in his face. Hold on, there's keys? I don't know about that part. I might have, might have elaborated. But it, does, it literally, he like turns it on and it blows up. And he's like, oh, unfortunately, it doesn't kill him. And he's like, oh, guess you have to take care of me now, Han. <laughs> Han is like, I wanted to build my flying mansion. And uh, unfortunately, the healthcare system on Bespin sucks. So Han has to drive Luke to the hospital all the way on Yavin 4. Leia <laughs> meets them there. And then... Apparently, 3PO and R2-D2 aren't needed for this book, so she sends them to Vornes, which is one town over, to indoctrinate a new line of droids with the Rebellion's neoliberal ideology. There's some weird droid stuff in this book. <laughs> the way they're just like, you two, get out of here. We have these two other droids we want to be in this one. 
They will do and act exactly the same as you. Uh, <laughs> after being discharged from the hospital, Luke returns to his home. Uh, and again, this being the worst Luke Skywalker ever, his home is a sacred religious site of the indigenous Masasi that Luke has decided to occupy. <laughs> the Masasi were in um, Knights of Republic, right? Yeah. 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 I saw that. I was like, I know that. I was just happy that I knew it. I think they're the ones that invented hyperspace, I think, right? Is that their whole thing? Yeah. And then XR Kuhn killed them all. What? That bitch! <laughs> <laughs> So by occupying their sacred religious sites, Luke is essentially paying homage to Exar Kun. Correct. Oh my god, this is the worst. This is the worst Luke Skywalker. This is the worst Luke Skywalker. Oh my god, I can't even handle this. This is the sequel trilogy we wanted, Disney. <laughs> Can you imagine? Bring back Legion. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Luke has a dream uh where obi-wan kenobi shows up and he's like hey there's a lost city of the jedi i need you to go find the lost city of the jedi uh the lost city of the jedi is where we've recorded the entire history of the galaxy it's predicted by the password je99di88for00ce which is sort of a visual joke so in case you missed it it's jedi force with some numbers mixed in <laughs> I also had to put the book down to laugh at It's them. fucking leet. It's leet. It's leet so speak. Stupid. And I. But it's not. It's not even it's leet not speak even because it's it's ja nine nine die eight eight four oh so like it's just. I. Jedi has terrible info <laughs> So stupid. Uh, there's a dude and some droids there, and Obi Wan is like Luke, the lost city of the Jedi. Go find it. Luke wakes up and goes, what a strange dream. I wonder what it means, because Luke Skywalker is an idiot. <laughs> I, uh, Obi-Wan told you exactly what it means. Obi-Wan gave you the fucking password. <laughs> yeah. Luke's like, I wonder what this could be a metaphor for. I don't know. I'm going to go on a joyride instead. And that's where we leave Luke Skywalker, everybody. Huh. Yep. And then we have chapter two, Kim's Good. secret journey. Leave him there. Leave Luke there. Never no, come Luke back there. to him. The last chapter of the book is Luke's like still on his speeder and he's like, yeah. oh, oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, the let Luke Jedi. The <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So, Ken, Ken, which is a name that I know, uh, is working. I read that out already, Danny. Oh, did we not comment on it? Chapter two is called Ken's Secret Journey. <laughs> okay, actually, there's not much more commentary to offer. Than yeah, there's not much. It's just very funny. <laughs> Ken is woken up by his Mooka Zebo licking his face. Mookas are super cute, by the way. I used to look them up if you haven't. They're like little griffins. Hold on, hold on. Amuka Maka Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just gonna say, is it Muka or Mocha or Maka or Mecca or Mika? It's Mika. No, Mika's one of our delightful loyal fans. Yeah, we love Mika. Yeah, we love Mika. <laughs> Muka, that's super cute. Oh, it's like um, a little. It's it's a little griffin friend. Yeah, they're like a little griffin with four ears. They're I don't know why so they're four cute. Ears, they're really cute. I'm so <laughs> mad how much I like them. Actually, yeah, I like had to Google it. Because that said four ears. And I was like, what the fuck? I looked it up and I was like, shit, that's real cute though. Um, and then Ken's like, I wish I had a cat or a dog. <laughs> fucking shut up, Ken. You got a fucking Mooka. <laughs> and then and then his Mooka's just like, <laughs> like sadly going, 
about that because his owner doesn't respect him, I guess. <laughs> it's so sad. Because it's like all the cool people in the galaxy have cats and dogs. All I got was a stupid Mooka. <laughs> Mooka just like, shh. Um. And I'm so mad because this book that insists on like making everything possible Star Wars-y it's like, oh, but there are cats and dogs. There are cats and dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, couldn't even be bothered to be like space cats and spa dogs. It's just like cats and dogs. Yeah. Goddamn. Uh, Ken gets out of bed and grabs his computer notebook. This naming sucks. Which he hides. So his homework correction droid, HC100, doesn't find it while snooping. I love that it's computer notebook, despite the fact that Star Wars already has a name for that. Hold a data pad. Um, it literally just describes a data pad. Do, how old is Ken? He's 12. <laughs> okay. Thank yeah, you. They make it very because, clear in the book that he is 12 years old. Ken is a child. I was like, Ken's like 24. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, he yeah, we're, we're listen, boy. we're all lifelong learners right like i have homework i'm taking classes <laughs> but like there was something about this vibe i was like this is <laughs> the homework but now he's computer. 12 and it's fine okay but if this was a star wars film he would be played by a 24 year old so that's funny to imagine at least like <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a scat it's, yeah it's, it's basically luke skywalker at the beginning of a new hope here oh no <laughs> HC-100 was designed by DJ-88, an ancient droid who was the caretaker of the library that there, and and I guess helped raise Ken and gave gives him lessons and homework. Little space homework. Spoon work. I definitely wrote this. <laughs> thinking somebody else would be reading it. <laughs> you wrote this thinking I'd be reading it. You wrote bad jokes for other people. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> because you know that I inexplicably laugh if you put spa in front of words. I, uh... oh, everyone's gonna was, think they're not funny at it all. Was, it was it was literally just a taunt. <laughs> I also find that joke very funny, personally. It's funny. Um, <laughs> homework. HC one hundred had in fact found Ken's computer notebook. And had already graded him unfavorably on a paper he wasn't even finished with, which is so fucking rude. Okay, also his paper is like, he's supposed to give a report. It's basically like, watch the last 20 minutes of the first Star Wars movie and give a report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love how the classes that he's in are basically like, do you know the Star Wars trilogy? Which sounds like oh. the most insufferable class you could take. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. But today, Ken is leaving on a special secret journey to the top world because he lives in a cave, I guess. <laughs> Zebo will world. miss him. And <laughs> no, it's, it's capitalized. It's a proper noun. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back on mute. Luke, Luke, Skywalker, Luke Skywalker is never allowed to visit top world. <laughs> I got bad news for you. He's already there. <laughs> Yikes, buddy. I think he's just trying to find somebody, you know? <laughs> he's, he's on a journey of self-discovery. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Zebo will miss Ken, sad face, and probably DJ and Chip will too, if droids could have real feelings. <laughs> a quote from what he thinks. Fuck you, Ken. I, I read this whole section being like, oh my god, Saf is writing the notes for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more than just a single comment. He just like goes on and on about how like, yeah, yeah, you're not real people. Like, you don't get it. I wish I had some real friends. 
And the droids keep being like, oh, we don't think, we don't have thoughts, we don't have feelings. It's like R2-D2 and C-3PO are right there. (laughs) They're right there. Anyways, without knocking, Chip barges into Ken's room with a vaporizing tooth cleaner because (laughs) toothbrush wasn't cool enough for space, I guess. And the I wouldn't want to vaporizing put- the teeth. <laughs> I no, I think it's vaporizing. It's the only way to get rid of cavities. Vaporizing anything in my mouth. Yeah, I don't want this. Truly. Hey, son, have you vaporized your teeth yet? I also love how this droid is just named Chip. All the other yeah. droids are like HC100DJ37. Like, they all have clearly droid names. Then there's Chip. It's chip. C11. Like a microchip. I think it's short for microchip. No, nah, it's just Chip. It's short for Chippy. I'm so sure it's short for microchip. It's short for chippy. Yeah. Chippy. That's what we call um we call them chippies. Potato chips? No, fries. fries. Yeah, you chippies. Um Seth, you've already done your one weird verse of the day. You don't have to sell the bit any further. I'm taking I'm taking chippies back. That's mine now. Yeah, save that um, for next week. I'm yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Chippies back. <laughs> Chip is like uh Ken's best friend. Because I guess he's his only friend. <laughs> he's programmed to look after Ken. He's like, I'm here to wash your hair, wash your teeth, wash your face. Make sure you're up. Make sure you eat. Make sure you do your homework. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's a best friend, I guess. Yeah, so Ken is like, the droids that make me do homework suck. You are you don't have real feelings. But the one that like, takes care of him is like, you're my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Ken loves the color silver. I have no idea if this will become relevant later. He also wears a crystal around his neck, which I assume will become relevant later. <laughs> I personally like to think that Chip looks like Toby. Yeah. Because that's cute. I mean, he basically does. Oh, yeah. Please show me a picture. Here's his picture. Little Astro Boy. He's like a little Astro Boy. He's cute. Oh, he'd be my best friend. It's like a little baby rocketeer. Chip deserves better than having to wash Ken Palpatine. (laughs) At some point, Chip just shoves the vaporizing tooth cleaner into Ken's mouth because he's not using it. Um... HC arrives because it is time for homework corrections. He's just plain rude, honestly. <laughs> like, he can just barge into Ken's room whenever he wants. Give this 12-year-old some goddamn privacy. No. These droids are here to take care of Ken and make sure nothing happens to him. He was brought to this Jedi library cave system, whatever, as a young kid and doesn't remember anything before that. He's an important boy. <laughs> this all seems fine. God knows why he's an important boy. I have never heard of him before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Ken finally gets away from the droids to go to the library. Uh, but he's actually going to the tubular transport, <laughs> which is the only way top Which world. is just a regular transport. It's just a shaft. It's just a tube that just, I, it's an elevator. It's literally just an elevator. I just love the sentence you have to take tubular transport to top world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had secretly. Oh. During like robot repair class or whatever, made a key card that copies the one DJ has to use the transport, and it works. Woo! But before he can get in, Chip finds him and tells him that he can't. This is illogical. So he grabs Chip and pulls him into the tube right before the doors close, and whoosh, off they go. When they arrive, Ken steps out into a rainforest. Cool. All right, chapter three. Flying. Either with you in a haunted house. I <laughs> <laughs> I, really dark. I was walking to the kitchen and didn't turn lights on to do it. <laughs> it was like ext- 
extremely one of those like really <laughs> shitty um teen horror movies yeah, like a paranormal about, activity yeah. about how like oh no like you're getting killed on zoom and all of these things <laughs> i was like oh no uh-huh. we're gonna see something behind you <laughs> i'm just in the kitchen okay <laughs> glad you're safe sorry <laughs> no go ahead there all right chapter three flying with the force trioculus and grand mothissa have escaped back to their star destroyer after getting like fucking wrecked by some whale dons and luke skywalker <laughs> um trioculus has the glow of darth vader now so he's declared himself the new leader of the empire uh they have to go see the supreme prophet of the dark side kadan uh because kadan has to confirm that trioculus actually has the glove and there are other factions uh, in the empire uh that won't become loyal to try to trioculus until that happens because they don't actually believe that he's the son of palpatine which is actually you know the correct impulse because he's not the son of palpatine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Honestly, don't believe that anybody is the son of Belfatine. He's just a guy with three eyes. Yeah. Trioculus is um, super not happy about all of this. And they make a point to talk about (laughs) Trioculus blinking his three eyes. Ugh. As if (laughs) it's not abundantly clear that this character has three eyes. What? Trioculus has three (laughs) eyes? It's the first I've heard of it. There's a multiple sentences in which they talk extensively about Trioculus's three eyes. <laughs> Just you to know, make sure his two normal forget. eyes and then his eye on his forehead too. Yeah. He's got three eyes. Remember that. Um, Trioculus is like super ableist as well, mm-hmm. and says and and uh, calls uh, uh, it's uh, super ableist by the fact that Kazan is a dwarf, and it made me very uncomfortable. And yeah, I gotta say, I was pretty uncomfortable about that too. Yeah, yeah. And, um, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, Hissa tells Trioculus that it's really important that he speaks the truth to Kadan because no one has ever lied to him. You know, you can't lie to the supreme prophet of the dark side. How does that work exactly? What I don't part? Know. The lying or the... the... The no one has ever lied to this person before. How do you know that? Because he's the supreme... stuff. Yeah, because he's the supreme prophet of the dark side. Okay. He can tell. You know, people have different force powers. Maybe maybe Kadan's force power. Truth instead forcing. Of, instead yeah. of battle meditation, he became a lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> a force polygraph. Polygraph tests are flawed. They should not be used as a... Yeah, they are flawed. Places. They're not real. Um, okay, then we, cu- we cut to Luke back on Yavin 4, and he's just... He's just on a speeder bike, man, going where the force takes him. <laughs> he, he's super not concerned about it at all. Oh, look. Uh, he arrives at the Mas- uh, Messiah temples and he meets an alien with green rubbery skin Ugh. with snakes for hair. <laughs> and this alien is digging up a purple flower. This alien's name is Baji and they speak only in rhymes and I hate it. <laughs> and it's really bad rhymes. Too. Yeah, the rhymes. Like, the, 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 like the intelligently written rhymes. Yeah, the really lines are not rhymes. the same syllable numbers. It's just. There's no flow. Yeah. It's so bad. It's rough. Reminds me of songs I wrote when I was 12. Um, Baji. <laughs> we should probably do a dramatic reading of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> 
Uh, Bocce is a Hodin healer. I don't know what that means. And the flower they're digging up is a Kibo plant, which apparently can cure blindness. And they say a little rhyme about that. And it's bad. <laughs> As Luke is talking to Baji, he notices a silver thing behind a shrub and immediately draws his lightsaber. Uh, and that silver thing is Chip, the Astro Boy droid. Oh, no. And he's with Ken. And when oh, Ken no. sees Luke, Ken says, asks Luke, uh, says that if Luke is an Imperial, they'll never take him alive. Wait. Ken is anti-imperial? Yeah, Ken's anti-imperial. Oh, yeah, Ken's like a huge Rebel Alliance fanboy. Yeah. Ken's the son of Palpatine. I don't think Ken knows that. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> Ken doesn't know anything about Dramatic tension. This is what we call dramatic irony This right is going to be a conundrum. <laughs> imagine, imagine being a Republic fanboy. Like, that's your main <laughs> fandom is the Galactic <laughs> Republic and how... It yeah. brought down Palpatine. <laughs> and then learning your Palpatine. <laughs> Look, wait, we have that person of Ray who was like in love with the heroes of the Republic and she's a Palpatine. So That's you know, true, we got the yeah. opposite. Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then she met Han Solo and was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. She didn't meet Han Solo and go, oh, maybe not. Not, and, not all their cracked up Luke? to be. And then she met Luke and she was like, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. By the time she found out she was a Palpatine, she was kind of like, yeah, I'm fine with that, honestly. Listen, like, we're not we're not all what our names are cracked up to no. be. Like. <laughs> she, she met she met some boomers and did not like <laughs> no. she saw. Um Luke responds to this uh and says he's killed more stormtroopers than Ken could ever count. And that's not a thing to brag about, Luke. <laughs> Look, you're you're a Jedi, man. You're a Jedi. <laughs> Luke's one of them murder Jedi's. Yeah, well, I mean, he sees something at first reaction to pull out his lightsaber and attack it. Like, yeah, and he's like, I can't that. trust anything. He pulls his lightsaber out like before he even talks to anybody. Truly, this the Luke worst sucks. Luke. Yeah, so yeah. much. Um, uh, Ken introduces himself and says, uh, "When Luke's like, what's your last name?" He says, "So the droids he lived with never gave him a last name. Yeah, huh. if that'll become relevant hmm. later." It's Akbar. <laughs> okay. Ken is twisted up in a vine and Luke frees him with his lightsaber. And Ken tells Luke that he was about to do it himself, like any 12 year old would say. So, any I can do that. This little homeschooled kid like goes up to Top World for the first time in his life and immediately gets twisted up in a vine. <laughs> See, this is why you give the 12 year old a machete when they go out into the bush. Exactly. And, and this is also why Yavin 4 shouldn't be Top World. <laughs> What Star, Wars, what Star Wars planet would be top world though? That's the question. Oh, uh, the place where the Night Sisters are, Dathomir. Dathomir. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Remember that Han Solo is a morsel of a man. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Never. Never forget. forget. Never forgive. Never. Forget. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Um, Luke introduces himself, and Ken freaks out, telling him he knows everything he's ever done, and he knows. <laughs> way too many details about Luke. And Chip says that this morning, Ken knew almost nothing about Luke. Chip's like, wait, wait what? Sucked. What the fuck? What? I don't That's like, Chip, don't embarrass me right now. Yeah, this is Chip, Luke Skywalker. you're embarrassing me in front of Luke Skywalker. Ugh, Luke asks, why did they put a 12-year-old in Star Wars? <laughs> Luke asks him, like, you know the best thing they ever did? Like, 
Grogu would not be as cute if he talked. They knew what they were going to put a kid in Star Wars, but he can't, he's not going to talk. Uh, correct. That's that instinct was correct for yep. once, Filoni and Favreau. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, if that talk. baby talked, it would lose so much of its charm. <laughs> all of it. It would lose all of its charm. Oh, it's got an instinct. Oh, my God. Imagine especially, if especially if it talked like Yoda, which we know is not a, a, a characteristic of its yeah, species because we have canonically seen Yaddle speak and <laughs> she just talks like a normal person. It's just <laughs> fucking Yoda. Imagine this baby talking like Yoda. Oh my God. I am I'd so quit. This baby doesn't I'd be like, well, I'm done with the Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, Luke asked him why, why Ken has run away. He said, you'd run away too if your only friends were droids. And like, you're being so mean to those droids, Ken. <laughs> Droids alone! They're doing their best! They're yeah. just trying to help you! Uh, and Luke infers that Ken's home is the underground city built by the Jedi. That wow, that was easy. About. Amazing. So oh, the, the, the top secret underground city of the Jedi is just below Yavin below 4. Below Yavin 4? <laughs> yeah. And the city of the Jedi is that there's just Ken Palpatine. <laughs> it's Ken and his homeschool teachers. <laughs> and his nanny. <laughs> his nanny. His nanny ship. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, uh, another droid shows up, DJ, to take Ken back to the city. DJ said he's very disappointed in Ken and Chip. And I'm, it, leave Chip alone. Chip has done nothing wrong. Um, <laughs> Ken tells Luke that he wants to join the New Republic. He doesn't want to go back home and he wants to fly X-Wings and fight stormtroopers. And then DJ, ca- like, gasses Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, at this point, who among us? <laughs> like, like, tear gas is Luke Skywalker and takes Ken. You and- know what, DJ? That's the right move. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, save that kid from Luke. Matt, respect. <laughs> and Luke decides that he needs to go after Ken. That's the end He of the just heard of this boy is like, he doesn't even know this kid's from the underground city of the Jedi. He's just like, oh yeah, this child came from below. This must be what I need. From below. The one below. It's the Yaddle. one below. It Only. I wish Yaddle. it was Yaddle. I wish. I God. wish the lost city of the Jedi was just Yaddle's house. <laughs> that would She's be so like, good. I didn't want to be found. <laughs> it was lost for a reason. Yeah. Right. Like- I left the council because the council's fucking corrupt. Wait a second. Wait a second. What if Yaddle shows up in the Mandalorian? <laughs> yes. Oh, I wrote man, a fanfic about so that. Happy. Yes, I was just thinking about how that. Yaddle is the one below on Top World. <laughs> it all it like, all comes together. I, you I know? don't like anything about that <laughs> sentence. I don't think <laughs> so. Let's do some listener responses instead. Just kidding. It's been many months since we asked a question of this kind. I think so. We don't have actual responses to read because I'm not going to go back to read the responses from six months ago. I also don't but know we do love you all anyways. I'm sure they were great. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a new season, both on Rogue Padron and in on Earth. And we have... <laughs> Why are there so many questions? <laughs> <laughs> I was just writing them as I thought of them, so you can pick one. <laughs> Who did this? We have no, two... don't delete them all. <sighs> I had to do that so I wouldn't... I'm, I'm like Ron okay. Burgundy right now. You're just going to read. We have two questions for you tonight. 
The first one is the funeral question we were talking about earlier. What song do you want to We hadn't to started playing? recording yet. Oh, we oh. hadn't? <laughs> no. So now it's uh, just real weird. So now I have to do the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, so- <laughs> Meg. Yeah, this yeah. is a Visions thing. So this is related to Star Wars Visions. Um, if you remember at the end of Tat- Tatooine Rhapsody, if you got to play one song before Jabba the Hutt executed you, what song would it be? Yes. Free Bird, just for the memes. That was <laughs> that was too good of a question for us to not use it. Yeah. And coming back to where we are currently, which Star Wars battle would you want to write a term paper about? I had my answer to the first question, but need that's the one you picked. All those great questions I gave you, and that's the one you went with. Yeah, those are good ones. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have an answer for the second one, but not the first one. So, no, I have an answer. <laughs> Is it the Battle of Scarif? No. Oh, I didn't think about Scarif. No. Um, I would have thought because Bayes and Chirrut. It's a battle of Endor. And their hero moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. yeah, of course. Endor, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I talk about Endor. I talk, just, you walk one, one thing to another. Yeah, and um, the song that I play before my funeral is Pony. <laughs> just, <laughs> just because. <laughs> he just That I feel <laughs> broken. <laughs> Just because, like, listen, I don't need it to be like really meaningful or or anything like that. Yeah, that I'd song is not meaningful. <laughs> no, I'd rather just have them play pony, like make them feel uncomfortable, and maybe they'll just be like, you know what, just leave. And I'll get- no, 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 that's not how this question works. <laughs> yeah. you're, go- you're going to die. You don't yeah, get to you're be not like- dead yet. Okay, you- then so pony. And, and you don't so get to be singing, like- Are you singing pony to Java or just in the general, like- um, basically like what's all you gonna do for karaoke for java I'm before gonna, he kills you i'm gonna yeah. sing it two size noodles ah yeah of course okay <laughs> of course <laughs> no further questions <laughs> you know what? oh i have years of people, questions <laughs> listen people are gonna remember my death Whenever they're at a club and Pony comes on, like, oh. Oh, bummer. I have bad memories with this song. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> and didn't Pony play at Little, Little Sebastian's funeral? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a good funeral song. Good okay. funeral. I'm done. I'm done. And I feel like people would be as sad at the loss of Little Sebastian as they would be at the loss of you. Uh, yeah, that's actually very kind. <laughs> I, have... I, I had to take a second to think about whether it was, and I think it is. It is. It, it is. 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 <laughs> Except for like the Ben Wyatts, which you don't care about them anyway. So I, yeah, I had to. I had to think about it for a second, but okay. Wow. I'm going um, 22 by Taylor Swift. Not nearly as exciting of an answer, but uh, that's what it would be. I have two answers. Um, One's a joke one. Don't die digging just because it's really funny at a funeral. Oh my um, God, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like this song, but that is very funny at a funeral. That is um, such a funny song. To play. 
Uh, my other one is Mercenary by Panic at the Disco because it's all yeah. through and starts doing quotes from Arkham Asylum or whatever the game it's based on. And that would be really funny. Actually, so I feel like there's song. not a Panic at the Disco song you could go wrong with here. No, but that, I do love that song because, like, it's a really fun it's song comfort at about. The funeral. Yeah, it's a great, like, it's a really fun song so that you can Comfort get into it. And then randomly, it just starts having the Joker, I think, say things. I hate that. I hate that so much. I imagine, love so imagine much. if with my whole chest, I told all of you, I would like you to play I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. I would do that. Oh, I would yeah. do that for 100%. you. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm showing up at all your funerals with All Star ready to go. Like, let's. Oh, it better be. It or better be. either that, no, or I'm gonna else. go to Heath's funeral. I'm gonna be playing vindicated my dashboard confessional the entire time. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and, and there's layers to that one. <laughs> I love how this implies that you will outlive all of us. Yeah. No, I just Heath specifically. We, I think if we all be, die in the, the same, I think if we all die in the same event. Um, then we <laughs> should make to. sure they play All Star at the funeral. Like I think that's yeah. Rogue Quadrant's funeral yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but but call it the Ballad of King Han Solo. Yeah, it's the Ballad of King Han Solo, and then start playing All Star. <laughs> can we can we stop talking about how we will die? I like I like how it's that and not I want it that I way, which has been our theme song for like three years by this point. I didn't say how. I just said if we all died together. But that. <laughs> Could be made. Are you saying ways. you wouldn't want to die with all of us together? <laughs> Why do you hate us so much? I'm saying I also have an answer for the song question, <laughs> but I would yes. like Ash to go first before. Oh me. God! Um, <laughs> all too well, ten minute version. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get prolong it as long as you can, yeah. right? Yeah. Bitch, bitch, you're sitting through all of this. <laughs> Yeah, all 10 minutes. <laughs> all, all of my drama. You're, you're sitting through all of it. I love that answer. Um, Job at the end goes, who has their scarf? <laughs> yeah. So, Saf, you inspired me to pick a fake answer, which <laughs> is hi-ho from Snow White, because there's that <laughs> section where they go, we dig, 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 dig <laughs> the whole day through. <laughs> we dig, 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 that's what we like to do. Which would be funny at a funeral. That would be very <laughs> funny. And my real answer is LCD sound systems, all my friends. It's just a sappy, sentimental. Aw. I'm grateful for everybody in my life. Oh, yeah, I want to do graduation by vitamin C. Or closing time, that's a good one. Which like Closing, closing time! time. <laughs> If, you don't if have I'm to go a, home, but you can't stay, can't stay here. here. That's good. If, if I'm about I to know. be killed, I hope I would be able to just think about your friends. Like. Yeah, me too. Big mood. Unfortunately, everything I listen to is extremely like sad boy, so I don't have any good, meaningful songs. <laughs> I'm a, I'll make you a playlist. Thank you. Thank you. Heath, you're going to make Saf a playlist of not sad boy songs? Yeah, do you have non-sad boy songs? There are sad boy songs that are meaningful. Yeah, I don't know those ones. <laughs> See, I want meaningful sad boy songs. That's not like a favorite The subgenre, like the meaningful sad no, boy like, songs. I, I, know, I know exactly what Saf is asking for. And mm. Yeah, I got you. Also, the Star Wars battle I would write about would be the Hoth battle, but from the perspective of Twilight Company, because it's my only uh, frame of reference for it. But also I get to write Frank it out Price in Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, and then it's me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hello. You can answer our listener questions at our Twitter at Rogue Podron. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Our website is roguepodron.com. If you want recommendations on three-eyed optometrists, you can find out more on our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron. <laughs> Are, do you, the optometrists have three eyes or do they specialize in people with three eyes? Both. Whichever you want. Okay. Both. I don't know. I wouldn't trust someone with just two eyes if I had three eyes. That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Representation matters. It does. Um, you can find us on your favorite podcatcher and you can leave us a review on iTunes. Please do. It's almost Christmas time. Give us a nice Christmas present. Please. Thank you. Make that here. I know I'm tweeting. (laughs) (laughs) Rook Padron, baby. All right, next time, join us for what remains of the lost city of the Jetty. Um, Because this book is like 87 pages long. (laughs) It's very short. Thank God. Yeah, but until next time, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Pash would leave this so fast. <laughs> oh my god, he would be out. <laughs> like instantly. Pash would hate this version of Luke Skywalker. Oh god, everyone does. It's like, oh, he's worse than my dad. <laughs> 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 It's where it says after the deaths of the two evil imperial leaders. How do I get to the fucking front of this book? Why? This is our fault for not getting hard copies, I guess. The hard copy is like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I just was lucky to find this at a used bookstore a couple years yeah, ago. With a bite on it. Yeah, it does have a bite bite out of it. It's I, I don't ask. You know questions. what? Some of my books have bites out of them too. <laughs> that is my fault. Oh, maybe you used to own this one. Maybe I did. Yeah, because sometimes you got to hold your book and you don't have any hands free, so you just got like <laughs> chomp it. No, you don't, Seth. No, you do not. <laughs> you do not need to do that. Um, so I have done that with my Kindles. <laughs> See? Here we go. Yeah, Meg gets it. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes you need both hands and you don't know what to do and you don't want to put it down. So you just, yeah, you just use your third hand in your mouth. <laughs>